from the Australian Taxpayers Alliance, this is Taxed and Wasted, a podcast about tax, regulation, and waste. I'm your host, Emilio Garcia. Thanks for tuning in to Taxed and Wasted. This is a bit of a strange episode because we don't really know what the topic should be. We talk about coronavirus for a little bit, that's no surprise, but we really don't have a topic. So just tune in, listen to Brian Marlowe and I have a conversation. And uh, similarly, uh, I told you last week that Amanda Stoker was going to be on this episode. She'll probably be on next week's episode because she's busy because coronavirus is happening. So tune in or don't. I mean, we don't really know what the fuck's going on this time. (laughs) Welcome back to Taxed and Wasted. Uh, I'm here with Brian Marlowe. Brian, how are you? I'm good. I'm trying not to talk about the dreaded C word. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> C word. Uh, so I guess first things first, get the hell away from me. <laughs> that's the very first well, thing you No, it's do. two meters. If, oh. we're, if we're 2.01 meters, the virus can't, mm. can't, can't transfer. It's that two meter red line. It, just, it knows. Okay. <laughs> it's self-aware. Mm. Well, one of the things that we were talking about is that coronavirus, the C word, is just completely... Uh, covering every single part of our lives, especially the news. Today, I went in to look at uh, news that's relevant to us as we do every morning. So I searched, you know, all of the relevant uh, happenings in Australia in the last uh, 24 hours that just omitted the word coronavirus, COVID-19, pandemic, whatever. And there were 14 posts, 14 articles were written in the last 24 hours that weren't about coronavirus. Yeah. And, so, and it's like, okay, fair enough. Global pandemic. Mm. Killing lots of people, sure. Right. Does that mean we just completely stop focusing on everything else? Nothing else is happening. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, the world has yeah. Like you Nothing. know, cafes and restaurants and other businesses are, businesses aren't completely shutting down and like having to fire tens of thousands of staff or anything like that. Like, no, it's, right. It's 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 all, it's all about the invisible enemy. Yeah, uh, and it's it's like we're sitting here going, well, you know, what are there other issues out there? And it's like. It, it's weird, this whole pandemic rollout and, like, our response has been over maybe the last few weeks. Mm. Remember Brexit? That feels like <laughs> it was, like, 15 years ago. Yeah, and it wasn't. And it wasn't. It's it's recent. Well, I mean, you know, that's what the news reports say, but in my in my lived experience, <laughs> right. it feels like it was 15 years ago. Like, Greta Thunberg feels like she was around during Reagan administration. Oh, Greta Thunberg, I think, is in her late 40s right now and a right-wing extremist <laughs> she's now considered a nazi <laughs> yeah, <she is. laughs> uh, it's just yeah like i'm concerned about the spread of the virus mm. i don't want my mum getting it or you know elderly sure. folks getting it and mm. sure we should absolutely be quarantining in certain areas and things like that but yeah. like let's not lose focus of everything else that's, that's right. going on mm. uh, there are still geopolitical issues there's still taxpayer issues and right. government waste issues i guarantee there's gonna be massive government waste in the response oh. to what's happening right now uh but for some reason like if you stick your head above the parapet and say like hey i'm really concerned about the virus but yeah. does my local cafe have to cafe owner have yeah. to sack all 20 of his staff mm. the response is you don't care, you about, don't human care about human life. It's yeah. like, well, no, I do. Uh, but I also would like the people that are yeah. here to still have an income. I care human, for human beings to have incomes. I was like, why can't they open under certain uh, 
situations, like with certain rules put in place about, you know, social distancing, uh, this distance between tables or uh, something of the sort, right? Uh, well, disinfectant that... gel at the, at the entrance, things like that, I think would help a lot. But my big question is, are people less likely to get coronavirus from each other when they're shopping for groceries than when they are shopping for jeans? H&M. We, we, exactly. And, and like, okay, there's an argument to be made, which is when you need groceries, you can wait to get your clothes. Mm. Sure. But those people need jobs. Exactly. The people that work there. So there has to be some kind of balance between it. And, you know, as we were joking before starting this, like, there's still so much going on. Like, yeah. Trump was going to buy Greenland. Whatever happened to that? <laughs> I don't know, but it's a shame that he didn't. Yeah, I know. Buy it. I mean, I know, you know, we don't want to use government spending because that's other people's money. But, like, I think we can just... Buying Greenland sounds entirely reasonable and like <laughs> yeah, a sound like, investment. I'm happy for the government to spend on things that benefit us. I, I don't think we're <laughs> anarchists. <laughs> like, um, no, I, I, we, we did want to go through a list of things. You have a list kind of right there in your hand of things that were happening before coronavirus that seemed to not exist. So one of them was Greta Thunberg. Yeah. It was again in her late 40s. Well, I mean, it and, feels like it, right? It feels like Greta Thunberg was around when like no doubt was still a thing <laughs> or like when yeah when, when napster was when we invaded music. iraq yeah. the second time maybe right. the first time i don't know <laughs> it's all a mess right uh but it's like it like isn't donald trump meant to be getting impeached wasn't that wasn't well, he, that supposed yeah. to be a thing he it was like impe- the walls were closing in well they're they're always closing in. they're always closing <laughs> in. they'll never stop <laughs> um they're always closing in and it's always the beginning of the end it is. It guy. is. It's the beginning of the end, specifically for for Tunnel Blump. Yeah. Remember when it was even on the right? It was kind of the talking point that if the economy went south, that would be the absolute end of Donald Trump. And now we're seeing probably the most severe recession since the Great Depression. And his polling is going up. Up. <laughs> well, it's yeah, but I mean, like, it kind of makes sense, right? Because. Mm. When things are bad, people always turn to like a almost like a. They want they want to turn to that like lightning rod yeah. that's just saying this is the action we're going yeah. to take and it's like a good a good example so like here in Australia the first few weeks Scott Morrison was kind of bumbling around he was trying mm. to appease the press gallery as opposed to you know the regular punters watching at home right. uh, and there was a lot of conflicting information and some of that falls on the state governments so like the mm. federal government had one plan the state governments want to go down a different route. And your national, uh, you know, cabinet just weren't talking from the same or singing from the same song sheet. Right. Uh, and it's almost like it, it's the confusion that creates more of this economic fuckery. Yeah. So every single shop owner that I've spoken to all around here, you know, they're all saying, well, if I've got to shut down for four to six weeks and just take that hit, okay, mm. I can do that. Yeah. But then they're hearing from the different states, well, it could be six months or it could be longer or maybe it's not. And they're going, well, I need, you know, like our our local cafe, Oliveto, he's got 10, 15 staff. So, yeah, he can take a hit for for four to six weeks, keep them on the books. But for six months? For six months he can't, right? But he needs to make that decision. And it's like, well, what happens if you sack them and then it turns out you can reopen in a few weeks' time? Exactly. Does he have to rehire them or does he have to find new people and train them up? And these are the sorts of things that are creating issues here. Whereas at least over in America, I think the reason his polling numbers are going up is, to be fair, he actually didn't respond to the virus that well in the beginning. That's true. Uh, But now 
it's all action stations. This is what we're doing. We're going to do this in New York. Yeah. We're doing this in you know these other states. And also, we're going to open the economy sooner rather than later. We're yeah. not just going to let the economy be kind of like the cushion that takes all the beatings just to, to be safe. Mm. Like the economy is important as well. We can't just let people just completely go broke, destroy the economy, destroy a small and medium business, which is the majority of, of jobs in most countries, uh, for the interest of having a few people not get sick. Yeah, and it's become a weird sort of left-right divide, and I, yeah. I really shouldn't be surprised that somehow we've managed to politicize a bloody pandemic, but <laughs> here we are. Uh, and are it's you like surprised? You, I, you know, for some reason, I stupidly thought... Yeah. That I was like, you know, of all the things that people will just not politicize, yeah. and you know, and work with their fellow man and just mm. or woman or ma'am, yeah. sorry, uh, and you know, work with each other on. Right? Is that hate speech? Yeah. Well, this this whole podcast is illegal. So maybe we should backtrack, <laughs> yeah. just in case some mutant fucking goes off at me. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I talking? Oh yeah, politi- politicizing. Yeah, so we just thought that that it was possible for people to put their differences aside for a little bit because you know in times of of great um, crisis we kind of put all those like more arbitrary things to one side and we focus on the greater good. Yeah. But no, like apparently a the coronavirus is just as sexist as we are here at the ATA, which I'm sure. We oh are. yeah, that's right, Senator. Um, but this is the thing, though, right? <laughs> it's like I genuinely thought. Well, a pandemic's almost like a wartime footing, but it's against a virus as opposed to, you know, mm. another country. Sure. Uh, and that people would knuckle down and come together. But you go onto Twitter and all the blue ticks are saying that this is the ScoMo flu or the oh, Trump gosh. flu or, yeah. you know, whatnot. Mm. Uh, and then, the you know, the flip side is some people saying, oh, there's nothing to see here. It's all a hoax. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's somewhere in between. And the problem, though, is that because people are like falling into such conflict over this issue the people in the middle that are getting screwed are your frontline workers yeah. so cafe workers people that are you know 20 years old 21 22 they're just starting out in the workforce yeah like what happens if we just completely destroy their prospects do we just have a new generation of people that are just on employment benefits yeah. and on welfare? Well, and maybe in five years' time, if the economy bounces back, they'll kind of have a job. But then by that point, they'll be 25 with no real job experience. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I, I think that's one of the things that a lot of people are missing. But a lot of people kind of like more on the far left are really leaning into that. Mm. They're saying like, we're not going to you know, kill our grandma for your 401k or for your portfolio. Yeah, so and it's like, but, it's like, what are you talking about? That that, that isn't the binary. No, like it, it isn't like, well, th- this twenty-year-old needs to have a job, mm. and in order to do that, we're going to kill your grandmother. <laughs> like it's just, it's such a a, a ridiculous. Right. Uh, no, like keep your grandma safe, but also like for my portfolio, my, like let's say that we had portfolios. You and I, of course, we do with all that sweet coal money uh, that we have in our, in our I have eight whole dollars. <laughs> um, but we would not have lost money. Here. There no. would be a loss of value in our portfolio, but if we don't sell, we don't lose money. Yes. Just wait for it to go back up. In fact, we put more money in, and it goes back up. What the hell are yes. you talking about? Yes. They think that it's beneficial for the market to go back up for uh, for us now. If we're investors, no. Yes. It's good for the market to be down. Yeah. I mean, the people that affects is uh, elderly people that are at the point of retiring, right, and, and, and pulling the money people. out. People yeah. who who live paycheck to maybe not paycheck to paycheck, but you know anyone but who most people have, do. Yeah. To to a certain degree. Like maybe some people have enough money in the in the bank to live for a few months, which is good. That that's a situation that most people would try to be on. 
But that doesn't mean that you can be blasé about your job prospects. No, Most Australians can't but, be. But the other thing is the statistics on that are really bad. So, mm. like, uh, you know, we saw it the other day. Um, I was heading down and, like, the queues outside Centrelink were massive. And these are people that lost their jobs a few days ago. Right. So they're up against it. And then they're going to have to go to Centrelink. And the reason they're lining up as well is because the online service system oh, yeah. failed because the government didn't Because 100,000 people got on at the same time in a country of 25 million onto the MyGov website, which was the cutting-edge hub yes. for government services. But that's beside the point. Not really. But <laughs> I can go... Like, millions of people can go on TikTok and, <laughs> and it doesn't crash. Exactly. 100,000 people try and get, like, key government services and the system goes mm, to shit. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, well, uh, I think we're going we're gonna to bring the, this conversation to a close and we have a couple of announcements to make really quickly. Uh, maybe just one announcement. The announcement being the Friedman Conference, which is moving uh, digital, which is moving to the... It's in, moving the, digital? It's moving digital. It's going digital. It's moving to the interwebs. Uh, so if you guys want to hear, uh, want to learn more about that, you can go onto our website and find more information there. Uh, any other announcements, Brian? Anything else that people should know? Uh, I think people just need to like tr- try and find information about other stuff that's happening outside mm. of coronavirus. Because, yeah. like, you know, we've seen it before with wars and stuff. Every time a government, you know, responds to a national crisis or some of great, great importance, yeah, all of a sudden, random civil liberties start getting taken away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and there's an argument to be made, which is, well, you know, people should social distance, and if they're not going to do that, and they're sure. causing harm to others, and this and the other, there should be some temporary measures. Uh, but you know, nothing's ever temporary when it comes to new regulations and restrictions, right. uh, unless it's a tax cut. They can they always do a temporary tax cut, but they never yeah. do a temporary tax increase. It's always permanent. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, so be conscious of that kind of stuff, and it's okay to ask the questions, you know, along the lines of, well. You know, yes, we should respond to this virus. Yes, we should stop, you know, put in any efforts we can to stop hospital beds from, you know, being smashed. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that we put in regulations that annihilate the workforce and take away some core civil liberties and things like that? So it's not really a notification. That's just, hey, consider that, peoples. Yeah, (laughs) consider that. And also consider uh, if you're one of the lucky ones who has kept your income basically untouched during these times, consider uh, continuing your purchasing habits with your local shops and cafes and restaurants, uh, because all that money, it might seem, you know, a little bit less uh, convenient for you to just get takeout very frequently throughout the week because it, it adds up. But if you can afford to, uh, these businesses are all taking a huge hit, even with their um, their ability to continue to do delivery. So if you can continue to support locally, please do. And I think that's all, all for us, uh, all on our part. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.